welcome to another episode of Free Basketball Grizzlies Edition. We are presented by the Lead Sports Media. I'm your host, as always. I'm Daniel Greer. You can follow me at Daniel Greer on Twitter. Follow the lead at the lead SM on Twitter. And please follow your boys at the Free Basketball Twitter at Free Basketball Three. The number three. There's three of us: Ryan, Cody, the OGs, and myself. At Free Basketball Three. We're trying to get this thing off the ground. As I talked about last week, there's a lot of mojo coming my way. It, the train is moving. We're going the right direction, people. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. If you can, please slide in and give us a rating and review. And remember, five stars are our friends. But we like to have a lot of fun on here. We like to have a good time. And... We are the Free Basketball Family. So, this week, we're doing a special episode. We're going to drop this on a different day. So, you're getting this. You're like, hey, I didn't get that on my Monday. I got it on a Friday. I don't know what kind of voice that was, but uh, that was my my confused voice. So, I do apologize. But this is a special episode with a special guy. And because we are the free basketball family, we had to bring the other OG in here. So without further ado, let's bring in the man, the myth, the legend. Today, we have a special one, ladies and gentlemen. We have a guy that is an OG of free basketball. He's the always late always yawning nemesis of mine cody holsey what's up cody not a whole lot how are you doing man what what an intro i am always yawning i'm always tired i am always at least five minutes late to the podcast so yeah that's pretty accurate description of me (laughs) i was actually thinking like what am i gonna say um you know the other the other leader of the free basketball podcast (laughs) like it just sounded stupid so i had to uh had to get fancy with some words yeah i mean i I liked it i liked it it's better you know you can't really compare us to like a a bar stool per se because that's you know branding issues i feel like that's not it's not who we are so they probably listen to us because we always have good things and Mm -hmm. somebody somebody is stealing our ideas we think it's the ringer but we don't know probably it's it's mainly those people who um who keep stealing our ideas um Mm -hmm. after we post our pod first yep but uh, we're doing a special episode this week. Uh, it is coming out uh, a little earlier than normal. It's Valentine's uh, this week. And so I'm going to try to stay off of Sunday uh, recording and Monday recording because I didn't know what to do. So we ended up uh, scrapping our free basketball NBA podcast like normal um, on a Thursday. And so me and Cody got on here, went to have him on eventually anyway. We might have something that comes on the Grizzlies edition um, that we normally come out on Monday. But as of right now, if you're listening to this, we actually have nothing planned. So if something comes out of it, then that means uh, things change. But Cody, let's go ahead and get into it real quick. We do a thing called clutch time. Very simple, very fun. You give me whatever comes to your mind. It can be short, sweet. It can be long, uh, but not too long. 
as we always say, don't go longer than Ryan because okay, yeah, I'll, I'll try to be shorter than Ryan. Yeah, he, he's he's the worst. I uh, feel like I I most of the time give the most succinct answers on the podcast. Yeah, sometimes I'm yes and no. <laughs> well Ryan, that's a leading you're, question you're definitely going to give a quick uh answer and it's usually uh yes and then we're waiting for more and then there's nothing so yeah mm-hmm. i agree uh but cody you ready for clutch time oh, I'm, i was born ready for clutch time i've been practicing answering questions quickly all day <laughs> all right here we go number one favorite movie or show of all time Ooh, probably the office really favorite yeah, season yeah i just like uh favorite season probably season three okay yeah now, as long as you're in the first well two to four that's yeah it's it's answer. in that range season two is season two is a top top there's a lot of good episodes in there too but i think like season three really introduces like the rest of the cast you get andy yeah. and all them in there so it's, it's good. i think it's where it takes off i agree now that i finally watched it thanks uh thanks to covid but all right uh would you rather have a stain on your shirt or your shoes Mm, shirt so not a shoe guy uh no like you sh- are a shoe I, guy so I, I am a shoe guy i think it's it's usually cheaper to replace a shirt than it is to replace shoes mm. if you have a stain on it so good thinking critical thinker mm-hmm. uh do you have a nickname i do not none not not right now no people no, no. just call me by my name wow that's lame it uh, is fir- pretty lame first job uh first job howard's donuts wow slinging slinging donuts out of the uh out of the old bellevue center howard's donuts there you know you got to the back of the bellevue parking lot there yep right uh, the street, get your glazed funny. donut <laughs> if it was between the years of like 2006 to 08 i maybe might have served you a glazed we think it was glazed uh first car <laughs> it was a 1990 toyota corolla born the same year i was all right um uh, Favorite place you've ever visited? Oh, that's tough. Alaska was pretty cool. We went on an Alaskan cruise one time. We went to like Sitka, Alaska, and that was a pretty cool spot. Like we saw like eagles and wow. a bunch of different cool stuff there. Do you have anywhere else on your bucket list to go? Um, I mean, I think it'd be cool to like, there's all kinds of places in Europe that would be cool to go. You know, unless I kind of want to go to yeah. plan a trip over there at some point. I agree. Uh, personal favorite sports moment of all time for you? Um, like that I participated in? No, that you're or, just that you your moment in time, not not you playing. It can be if you want to, oh, be, but just favorite I mean, sports moment of all time. I think probably the first thing that like comes to mind, just as like a cool like highlight, is uh, the alley oop to Shaq against the Blazers. Just like the celebration afterwards, where they're like, you know, he runs down the court and he's like pointing and all that. Like that's just like. I don't know. That's just an incredible like sports moment to me. I like watching that highlight a lot. All right. So favorite athlete of all time? Uh, Kobe Bryant. The bean. All right. Uh, this is getting a little weird. Do you wash your legs in the shower? Yes. That there, There's something weird out there on the internet that there's people that say they don't. People, it's like, it's an actual right, question. You know, I, I think there are probably some people that believe in the, you know, the science of gravity, but I don't think that's enough. <laughs> And I'm just acutely aware of the fact that, like, I wear jeans a lot, especially this time of year. And I'm acutely, acutely aware of, like, that my legs do, in fact, sweat. Um, right. So when I'm in the shower, I like to, you know, wash, make sure that I scrub that off because 
just in case. Don't, you don't want that to build up. That's just nasty. Like, don't be gross. Clean yourself. The funny, the funny thing about that is my wife actually gave me that one. She was like, I, I just do uh, do wash your legs in the shower. I go, what? that's weird. She goes, no, it's it's like, really, some people don't. And I go, okay, we're asking. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a weird. If, if you don't, like, you need to start washing your legs. Do you wash your legs in the shower? A hundred percent. I take two, maybe three showers a day. I, I'm you weird. You guy, strike so. me as a clean person. So. I'm very clean. Um, all right. Uh, this is another new one. Uh, does the weekend start on Friday? Uh, my weekend, at, with the way my work schedule is, my <laughs> weekend actually starts on Tuesday night. So, no, it's not. I knew you were going to be the wrong person to ask for that, but I wanted to introduce it tonight. Um, I like it. I like yeah. the question, but I am <laughs> the wrong person to ask because my weekend is Tuesday night through today. Today's my Sunday. So, yeah uh two thought-provoking questions uh these are these are some ogs for the og uh are there more chairs or people in the world uh i gotta say chairs i think what's your reasoning um because just in my house there are six chairs at least that are just at our dinner table and there are only two people that live here so you got to think seating wise in your house you only have so many people so you got to think just in homes, there's right. got to be, there's way more seats than there are people in the home. And even though there probably are less homes than there are people, you got to think there's a lot of chairs around, you know, sure. most places have more chairs than there are people in the building at all times. So, yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm on that side of it because there are arenas that have mm -hmm. yep. seats, a lot of, a lot of seats. Uh, the other side of that coin is that there are uh, people in other countries that don't have chairs and that there's a different type of living and so that's where you get stuck is possibly i just think like not. i think america probably has more chairs than there are people correct america, i bet there 100%. are more than seven billion chairs in america yeah there's a lot of chairs um especially yeah all right last one you're starting a business or you're taking over this business you need to bring in four other people to run it so it is successful who are your four people and why I've never actually thought about this. You got to make money and you can pick anybody in the world you want. Uh, you don't have to know them personally. So uh, I'd probably pick uh, Jeff Bezos. Seems to be a good pick for making just, a successful business. He just retired. So maybe he's available. Yeah. He, he, you know, maybe he's looking for another entrepreneurial challenge. Free basketball needs you, Jeff. Um uh, <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, got to get, get Elon Musk in there. He's manipulating the cryptocurrency market right now. I mean, making big moves there. Uh, yeah, he's he's buying Bitcoin in large chunks, like bringing all of It's just, it's crazy. Yeah, so uh, those two guys, for sure. Probably, let's dig up Steve Jobs. Okay. Um, get him in there. Okay. Um, do all, do, do, is there a, is there, a, do people have to be alive? Um, I, you don't have to, I, I get your reasoning for Steve jobs. I, I, I might would, go, I, I might would go pick a lot of people go, go ahead. I was just going to say like, if we, if we're going people that aren't alive, I might get Andrew Carnegie and possibly uh John D Rockefeller in here too. All right, let's go with the live people since we're getting a little off. They okay. have to be living. So you can't get Steve living. jobs. So you gave him up living. Okay. Then I'm going to go probably Mark Cuban. All right. That's somebody, uh, um, uh, Mikey Shumes had Mark Cuban. Yeah, I picked Mark Cuban. I'm trying to think of other good business people. Maybe uh, 
Magic Johnson. Oh no, Michael Jordan. I would take okay. pick Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is you know lots of money, and then also I would go with. You, can't um, have, you only have four. Oh, I thought you said I thought it was five. So I'm glad we got to four. Yeah, Great, that's four. perfect. Yep, you're done. <laughs> so you have Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. um, Mark Cuban. Uh, I can't remember who else. I know Michael Elon Jordan. Musk. Elon Musk. Uh, I was forgetting him. The the Doge man himself. Um, I need I need him to make that rise. Yeah, I like Michael that. Uh, that's not my style because I think in in your situation, too many cooks in the kitchen. There are way too many cooks in the kitchen. So not sure how I know how it's going to get funded. Uh, oh yeah, no, that, that's what I'm looking for. We we have plenty of funding, so everybody can try out their own idea. But I'm just, uh, I'm not sure about your service levels. I think you might get screwed on a bunch of billionaires saying, you know what? Sorry, sir. We're not here to serve the customer. That, that's also <laughs> true. Anyway, uh, so yeah, clutch, that, that that's our clutch time. Uh, we try to have a little fun, a uh, little icebreaker to start the, the interviews. But um, let's get into some Grizzlies. They are now 10 and 10. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they were on a big winning streak of seven games. Four game losing streak uh, has not looked good at times. Finally, yeah. finally, they came back against the Charlotte Hornets the other night. What's your uh, any any your overview of the season so far? I don't know how much you're watching or not watching, but what's your overview of the entire season? How do you feel? Do you feel good about this team? Uh, what's going on? Um, I feel good about the team. What I have, what what I think is the overarching theme of the season to me is that they definitely need some wing scoring. Yeah, I don't know if Bain is enough. Um, would you do you like Bain being inserted into the lineup, and do you think he stays? Um, I like him. I don't. I think it remains to be seen if he stays, but um, I like him so far. I mean, he's definitely like definitely helps them out uh, with that with yeah. that wing scoring that they you know have such an issue with you know. Dylan Brooks is not the answer. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, Grayson Allen went off the other night, um, as well as Kyle Anderson. He had a monster game. Um, I, I, I know Tyus Jones, another Dookie connection. Uh, I know mm-hmm. you love the Dookie connection. I so, love the Dookies. Um, <laughs> so I had to throw that in there. So it's definitely been a weird year, and Bain has been a very good contributor. I just don't know if he is the answer this year. I like his style of play. Um, I'm just curious as to what they do with him. Brandon Clark is not on the floor right now. Uh, neither is D'Anthony Melton. So I don't see how in the world D'Anthony, Mel- uh, D- uh, sorry, Desmond Bain can continue to stay in the starting lineup as people get healthy. I think he's right. the first to go for sure. Um, so uh, is, do you have any favorite players outside of Ja mainly? Um, anybody that kind of you just love? I mean, I like Brandon Clark a lot. Like, I just like, like, I, I'm always a big fan of athletes. Like, just, you know, guys that you can throw the ball to that can make, you know, big, crazy athletic plays. Like, I, that's always fun. Um, and I like, I, yeah. Uh, Brandon Clark is probably my other favorite. And then outside of Ja. And then I, I just like Kyle Anderson because he's like, he's not like a super flashy, like, athlete. He's just kind of like that, like church league crafty basketball <laughs> kind of guy. Like he just like he knows a couple tricks, and he just has that like weird like herky jerky style. That's not, it's 
he doesn't just like be with speed. It's yeah, it's just different. Like he just like he has, it's a different skill set than like what Ja would have for uh, even somebody like Brandon Clark. That like athletic skill set. It's just different. It's fun to watch. Yeah, no, I agree. I love slow mo. Um, I was definitely on the slow mo island when they got Taylor Jenkins. There were other uh, podcasts that were coming out on Twitter talking very negatively against slow-mo. I definitely stood up for him because I think with a team, you don't need a bunch of the same players. You don't need people that can run at the same speed. And I think that uh, the players such as uh, Jonas Valanciunas, who is uh, probably my favorite player on the team, and Kyle Anderson, they played a different speed. They're a different type of player. And they have now, and they're showing, and, and they continue to show why they're so good is because they're different and they're they're NBA players. And so, you don't have to have this. You don't have to have a ten jaws to be good. You, right. you need, you know. I mean, it would certainly be nice, but it would be nice. But it, it also, you know, you'd have your issues because you couldn't shoot. So right. you know, you, you you have issues everywhere. But I'm glad we have slow mo. Um, as well as Brandon Clark. Is there anybody off limits? Is Brandon Clark off limits on a trade? Um, and I'm not saying you're getting LeBron or anybody like that. No tier one player. Yeah, if no, I would say no. Below. I mean, if you're trading for like, if, you, if you're if you like, hey, you can have Kevin Durant for Brandon Clark, like sign me obviously, up. But like, obviously. but yeah, but no, like if you're just, if you're moving, you know, Andrew Wiggins for Brandon Clark, please, Lord, no. Like, let yeah. me keep Brandon Clark. I'm not, I don't want to get rid of him. Right. So, yeah, that, and that's what I'm thinking is if he's tier two and below, uh, do you put um, Zach Levine or Bradley Bill in tier two? No, I would say Bradley Bill. Uh, Zach, hmm. I just am not a huge fan of Zach Levine, but like your, your wing scoring immediately is taken right. care of if you have somebody like Zach Levine. Bradley Bill, I would say, is definitely like a tier one guy just from a talent standpoint, I think. I agree. <clears throat> Yeah, I, Zach Levine's def, a borderline. I'd have to really think about Zach Levine for a minute because I've never been a big fan of Zach Levine and like been very, pretty vocal about that. But um, you, with all the other stuff that the Grizzlies have as far as like infrastructure and you know other people on the team, I'd have to really think about that. Yeah, I I, I kind of just wanted to pose that question because I'm curious as to our as Grizzly fans who's really off limits. Uh, and I think Brandon Clark would be one of the first ones to be asked uh, for a, a very high end player. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you're, you know, you're kind of sacrificing our future because he's in a really good contract uh, mm-hmm. for, for a while. And so you're having a, a good player. It's just, you know, it is what do we need to make that trade to move on um, to, you know, kind of, a higher ceiling and so right. i think there's potential there to needing to do that but i don't know if we're if we're there yet but um let's kind of just uh just go straight to the point are the grizzlies making the playoffs this year i think if they do it's going to be in like the they'll be in the play-in game if they make it at all so they're either so nine or ten <laughs> yeah i think they'll i think it'll be one of those two i think they'll have to win two games to get in the playoffs um, I don't know if you're looking at the standings right now, but do you do you think I, am, I don't have them pulled up right in front yeah, of me? Yeah, that's okay. Uh, do you think that the I guess who's kind of showed up lately is New Orleans and a little bit of Dallas? Uh, they are uh, 11 and 12. So Dallas is 11, New Orleans is 12. Memphis is the actual 10 seed right mm-hmm. behind Sacramento. 
do you, you know, and I'll, and I'll read off the eight, you know, the contender, I'd say the eight people right now, and we can agree or disagree, but would you say that Utah Lakers Clippers for sure are all good. They're going to be in the playoffs this year. Yeah, for sure. Do we want to add Phoenix, Portland, San Antonio, Denver, or Golden State in there? I would say that I think that the Suns and the Blazers for sure will be, and the Nuggets for sure will be there. Okay. So San Antonio and Golden State are iffy. San Antonio is 14-11. Obviously, they, they can be iffy. They are veteran-laden team. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them on their expiring contracts. Golden State, 13-12. and 12. They are the eight seed. Denver is uh, the seven seed right above them. So they're barely, Golden State's barely over 500. Do you think anybody falls out? Or do you think, you know, we're kind of, this is how we're going to look. Is Sacramento, they're the ninth seed. Do you think they are legit? Are they a good, solid team? Uh, Yeah. I don't, I don't know that they're like going to be in the, see, I don't, I don't know. It's just like, it's so hard to tell with the way everyone's kind of like, right at like 500 like if you go through the like outside of like when you get past the blazers it's basically just everyone's the same yeah well, um, I, well if you play like a you know you're, you're talking about san antonio easily easily the most beatable team that's actually mm-hmm. in a, a top eight seed okay right but if you look at denver Jokic can beat you himself with right whoever he's playing with that night as well as Steph. Yeah, and Curry can do the same thing. They're going to go as those players go. If one of them uh, get – if they get hurt on that team, that team is done. Okay, right. so barring injuries, they're, they're both healthy. I think those two are in the playoffs. I think Golden State is just going to be too good as they play throughout this year. They're going to be – they're going to take up a spot, which sucks because right. they're not a championship you know team this year without Clay. Um, and so I think we all know that. But – I do think that they are good enough to be in the top eight seeds. I think San Antonio does come back down to earth a little bit. Um, I just, I just don't believe in DeRozan and I definitely don't believe in LaMarcus Aldridge. I don't know if they actually make a decision on one of those guys as your trade deadline. I think that actually could come, but I I don't know if uh, it pops in a, for a rebuild. So I'm curious. I I think I'm kind of closer to you. I think this Grizzly team jumps up and grabs an eight seed this year. I've said gotcha. that from day one, so I don't know who falls back. I, th- I think would think it'd be had to be San Antonio, but um, I do agree that they in the playoffs. But I-, I think the Grizzlies are in a win-win situation. If they're in the lottery, great, we get a good another good mm-hmm. pick, um, and we've played well. We're about to get a lot of good players back, I do believe. But uh, but let's get into a little bit more of the NBA. And I know okay. that we have our uh, our free basketball NBA uh, podcast. Uh, it, it come, we record every Thursday at seven o'clock. Well, not every Thursday. We try. <laughs> we, we attempt we, to record every Thursday at seven o'clock. Yeah. We are, um, from my understanding, after talking to Ryan, Ryan is, uh, the reason we are not tonight. And that's why me and Cody are getting together on here, here, but Ryan has been doing a lot of, uh, coaching and with COVID, uh, there's a lot of rescheduling of games. And so Thursday is the easiest day to get there. So um, we should be back to being on, you know, live on the locker room every Thursday at seven o'clock. So please join us, join the discussions. Um, we have not had a lot of uh, the trio, me, Cody and Ryan on there. Nope. 
it will, happened twice, right? Uh, yes, twice. And you were really late and then invisible for a while once. It, it was weird. Yep. Really. I think really we've got weird. the technical issues worked out now, now, <laughs> now, though. We're straight to the moon. All right. Yep. Uh, Diamond hands, baby. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, let's get in a little bit of NBA because I know you're an avid NBA uh, fan just as mm-hmm. a whole. Mm-hmm. But also, we have the podcast and I know we uh, are trying to hit on a lot of topics. This is going to be just kind of very broad uh, for the people. Uh, but I want to. People. But got to get the people what they want. Yeah. Indeed, Jalen Rose. <laughs> what they want. Um, who are your three players that you go out of your way to watch? Um, I really have enjoyed watching Joel Embiid in the uh, 76ers. Just because, like, he's just playing at a different level. Okay. Um, that's always – that. I haven't always enjoyed watching Embiid, but I have really enjoyed um, this year. And, like, after we get off this podcast, I'm going to watch the – the Sixers game that's on TV right now. <laughs> um, so he's one. Um, another, I mean, the Nets, like just all of them, that whole team has been really fascinating this year. I mean, I think for everyone, like not just me, that's not like groundbreaking news or anything like that. Hey, it's fun to watch James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving play basketball. All three <laughs> of them are really great. Uh, that's fun. Like, it's fun to watch them just like from a, how is this going to work standpoint to also like, they don't play defense. So like, they just have to outscore everybody. Um, it's been really interesting to watch how that works. Like they're kind of like, you know, having some growing pains, it seems right now. Yeah. Um, so that's just an interesting thing to, to watch. And then I also really like watching the Kings just like deer and Fox has always been, you know, Ryan always talks about how much he likes Darren Fox, but, you know, I like Darren Fox a lot too. I could also go with, you know, I know you said three, but I could also go with Jason Tatum. I always really like watching watching the Celtics sometimes just because he's, he's a fun watch. Jalen Brown, you know, all, there's so many good basketball players right. in the NBA right now. Like, it's hard to just, like, pick two or three teams that you you know are people that you'd like to watch like i really enjoyed the houston miami game that was just on right now and like i'm i wouldn't say that either of those teams i'm like super into watching or anything like that like i don't like go out of my way to watch them but like i really enjoyed that game any uh any rookies that have stood out to you this year that you uh (laughs) have enjoyed watching have you seen many um i like Lamelo ball a lot more than uh i thought i would yeah at the beginning of the season that's for sure he looked okay last night um it went uh, up against the grizzlies uh it was just it was a weird game he didn't Mm -hmm. play much in the fourth which was kind of weird to me as well he did not shoot well from the outside had a weird uh like long floater like a 10-foot floater at times which i don't know if that's his game have not seen a lot of it but um, I, I do like his game. I think he's a lot bigger, a lot more athletic than I than I imagine. He looks mm-hmm. like an NBA player, and that you know, and that does not get talked about enough because I think he is. He did himself right by going overseas and playing yeah. against men and then uh, professionals, and then came back, and then now he's uh, actually doing much better. So, uh, anybody else? Uh, I like Halliburton too. Yep. You know, just with watching the Kings and stuff like that, like he's pretty. NBA ready rookie, it seems. 
Yeah, somebody who's, who's been saying that to me lately, uh, Peyton Pritchard uh, from uh -huh. the Celtics. I know you brought up Jalen Brown and Tatum. Um, he went off actually tonight for 20 points, and so uh, six of eight from deep, which is you know obviously yeah. anytime you can go six of eight from the from the from beyond the arc is a, a good time. So pretty solid. So uh, anything else NBA wise that's kind of top of mind because uh, you gave me an easy transition, but I don't want to leave the NBA just yet. Uh, do you have anything that sticks out to you just as a whole this year? Anything weird, good, bad, indifferent? Um, I've, I don't know why I thought one of the like weirder things, just like I was watching the jump yesterday and it was just, it's weird that like, this is the stuff that we're talking that like they're talking about with like the NBA, not that we really get into it too much. But they're talking like so much about like, playing the national anthem before basketball games thought i don't know i just like that really stuck out to me yesterday it's like wait what, what about like salary cap and like who's gonna be in the luxury tax and teams you know, i don't know just like the focus like not on basketball i think has like has been interesting over the last like little bit it's different um there's I don't know, just with like social media and everything, there's like more to keep up with than just the basketball thing. Like you have players, like I was something really interesting the other day was like, there might be like an Alfred Payton burner account. <laughs> burner accounts are the best. Especially burner if they get accounts caught. are probably my favorite, my favorite uh, subplot through an NBA season. When you thought, when you have people on Twitter who like find this one account who defends this one player all the time and, like there's just screenshots of all these different tweets and it's like is this this person like those are the, like the most fun things on on twitter to follow really enjoy that stuff yeah no that's always uh somehow falls in line with our uh our twitter uh dms we always mm -hmm. um uh, share those back and forth something i found that's interesting um that i've been paying attention to lately is back to backs with travel and so like oh yeah so I've been uh, digging in and I've done it because um, I, I obviously I'm a better, but also I've been uh, asked by the lead um, sports media to um, do a, a site called tally site. And so now I have to make picks and they, and they throw them into um, I guess some of our stories and our, our website. And so I'm actually now graded on how well I do with picking um, the the <laughs> money line, the spread, over unders. If if I can choose what I want, but so I've been looking at those lately, and I, I kind of brought this up, you know, maybe a week or so back uh, in the locker room. But something that's been stand to me is the the tr the back to backs with travel. So if you look at this game the other night when the Raptors 137 points against the Wizards looked great, right? I from the jump said. They have to travel and they're going to go play the Celtics. Okay. Those, you know, that that's not really Washington and Boston, not very far, but it's still travel and it it's still, still back to back. And yes, they look great last night. Tonight they get beat 120 to 106. When you got to think too, they're playing it. They're, they're living in Tampa right now. They go up North to Boston. It's cold up there. Right. Like that's not, yeah, not ideal. No. For sure. And you also, so, so just for you, if you're betting, do everything you can. Don't put your house on it because I don't want to feel bad if, if this is not accurate. But the Magic are playing the Warriors right now. Okay. Probably a decent game. And I hope to have this out Friday. My plan is to have this out Friday. If you're listening to it it's on a Friday, then I did my job. Right. But if I didn't, mm -hmm. I apologize. But <laughs> the Magic will actually go and play the Kings. Not far travel, 
but they're going to get absolutely obliterated by the Kings tomorrow night. If that line is under 10, you hit it, hit it, hit it. Even if it's at 10, hit it, hit it, hit it, because they're going to get beat by 20 or more. That's just, I'm just calling it now. The Kings are going to beat the Magic by 20 plus tomorrow night. And so you start watching with travel. And if, you know, as long as it's not a back-to-back when they're at home, which I do, I do think the Trailblazers are at home on a back-to-back, that's not the same. On a back-to-back with travel, um, there's always, it's always like a 15-point game, always. So uh, tomorrow night, I think it's going to be like 20 because the Kings are going to beat the Magic. But, but let's go ahead and mm-hmm. get into tomorrow night. Uh, the Grizzlies, your hometown team, are going against the Lakers. Kobe, Bean, Bryant, your all-time favorite guy. The Lakers are pretty much probably your your 1A or 1B to the Grizzlies. Right or wrong? Probably 1B. 1B. 1B okay. to the Grizzlies. So we're going to say that the Grizzlies are 1A, Lakers are 1B. Mm-hmm. Are you excited about this game, and will you be able to watch? Um, I will probably – yeah, since it starts at 9, I'll probably be able to watch most of it. I'll probably miss the first part of it when I come home tomorrow, like after work. I'll I'll be catching the, at least the second half. Um, but, yeah, no, I think uh, I think it'll be a good game. The Grizzlies, like, always kind of give the Lakers a good good uh, challenge. And I don't know if the Lakers are going to be at full strength or not. They've been playing without Anthony Davis. They've been playing a lot of overtime games. LeBron's playing a lot of minutes. So we'll see, you know, if that catches up with him or if he just continues to be – LeBron James and just does LeBron things and which is, you know, not out of the question. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so they, they both had a day off. Uh, today's their day off. I know the Lakers played Wednesday as well as the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're coming off a game where they went to overtime against the thunder. Uh, the Lakers did. So that is a good thing to bring up. There's no line on this game from my understanding. I'm going to kind of go look at a couple other websites why I'm, um, why I'm on here. But I'm curious what the line is, and I guess they're probably holding out just to make sure that either LeBron or AD, whoever's playing. Um, right. But we do get to see two people that I know that you you like, one you love, one you like, mm-hmm. Mark Gasol and Jonas yep. Valanciunas. Yep, I, 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 I do really enjoy both of those guys. I think that'll be the matchup of the night uh, just for me personally. Mm-hmm. Just be oh, some people already have it. Uh, so FanDuel has it at uh, seven seven and a half is the line uh, for the in favor of the Lakers. Um, yeah, it's a Lakers home game. Yep. So uh, definitely probably going to see LeBron if if it's seven to five seven seven and a half line. Uh, but I I do love the matchup because I feel like Gasol always gets up against um, good centers. Mm-hmm. And so what are your expectations if if you had to think? Jonas goes off for 20 and 14 or mm-hmm. Jonas goes off for eight and eight and eight. If you had to go one way or the other. If I had to go one way, if I, if I think it's probably closer to the first thing. Okay. I think um, depending on like, if especially if Anthony Davis doesn't play, I think Jonas is definitely getting the, uh, Jonas is definitely getting closer to 20 and 14. Okay. Well, uh, they did play in the in, in the past, uh, and I'm double checking myself just to make sure Gasol did play. So the Valanciunas, fourteen and ten in one game, and so the next game behind it, 
Uh, and the reason I'm bringing this up, I think I'm right. Yeah, 13 and 11. So he has decent numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't know if if Jonas will get off on that 20-point mark, um, and I don't think he's going to go crazy with the rebounds. Um, and so I, that's the only thing with me. I, I, I would not – I think he's a walking double-double, Jonas is, and mm-hmm. so I don't see why it wouldn't be. Uh, but any, any matchup of that um, tomorrow night that you love? I mean, I love Jaw versus everyone. Right. Like Memphis I just like versus everyone. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> just like whatever matchup he has is always like kind of, I don't know. I just feel like whoever it is is in a mismatch um, just because he's so fast. Uh, and he's strong too. But um, I like, I mean, for Memphis, I like. Jonas versus Mark if Anthony Davis isn't playing for sure just because you know Jonas has youth on his side Mark is like really smart and like really you know does a lot for your defense if he's out on the court so um that that's that's a good matchup to keep look out for I mean I know you already like brought that up but that's a good one um you know I'm I'm laughing because if you look at the matchup on ESPN it shows like the leaders for like each uh, thing and so it's just like points Jonas versus like LeBron James rebounds Jonas <laughs> versus Anthony Davis assist Tyus Jones versus LeBron James like LeBron's a point guard but he's not um, so yeah I mean just Tyus Jones versus LeBron James that's the one that I would definitely keep my eyes out for tomorrow uh, <laughs> right well I'm curious um, I know we talked about the Mark and the JV thing and the other big man matchup is um is, is Montrez Harrell against our our second unit. He absolutely mm-hmm. obliterated us last time. And so I know that we have looked better, and I think that's a Xavier Tillman matchup. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm excited uh, for this matchup, and I want to hit on the Kings next. But I want to get your predictions for the game. This is your 1A and your 1B. It mm-hmm. is a 7.5-point spread. So it's an ESPN game as well. Mm-hmm. LeBron's going to play. We know yeah, that. Yeah, LeBron definitely plays. We don't know about AD, and that's okay. And you can, you know, you can weasel your way out of it on social media if AD plays or doesn't play according to what answer you get. But mm-hmm. as we're standing here now, what do you think the outcome of the game is tomorrow night? Uh, I think the Lakers will probably win in a close in a close one. Probably, I think the Grizzlies will cover. Mm. Okay. I like that. Um, well, I don't obviously. I don't like that. But. Yeah, no, I don't really like it either. But I just think with it being a Grizzlies home game or a Lakers home game, the travel and everything, like even with the day off, I still think. Yeah. All right. So uh, you Play definitely Lakers have the home. yeah. You have Lakers there. Lakers at home uh, will be tough to beat. We know there's no fans, but uh, that's LeBron. He's home and he's yep. probably getting well-rested, uh, a lot of uh, ice baths and, on mm-hmm. the way. So. Sleeping in a hyper – he's probably in a hyperbaric chamber as we speak. Yeah, yeah, getting some uh, snooze. Uh, all right, so then uh, we're going to go to Sunday before we wrap this up. The Kings, I know you talked about Fox earlier, and mm-hmm. somehow De'Aaron Fox plays well and kind of has something against Ja. We know there was some beef in social media this week. I don't think it was aimed at Ja as much as it was the reporter. But is that a matchup that 
get you on to League Pass if you if you were not in the area, which you actually you're not. So would that get correct? You to yeah, League no, Pass? definitely. I would be. I will. I will be checking that out too. Do you think that's a really underrated matchup that people across the country don't really pay attention to? Yeah, I definitely do. I think John Deere and Fox, like those two guys, like I don't. They're not. They're they're similar to me in different ways, but like they're not the same. But they are like they have kind of a similar. When I when I think of like point guards in like a specific class, like I think of those two like together. Like I think Ja probably has more potential, and probably will end up having like a better career but i think of deer and fox as someone who can at least like keep up with him like he's also very fast like also athletic um can play defense stuff like that so i re- i really always enjoy that matchup like watching those two play each other is is a good time yeah no i uh I, i've kind of circled that one on my schedule and I, I was trying to think of who else we would get on as a guest during that time and, and, and so not having anyone yet is fine, but I was just like, I want to talk about that matchup because I think that somehow De'Aaron Fox always gets up for that game mm-hmm. and they're actually playing much better than the Grizzlies right now. So I think that's a tough matchup to, to win, um, win or lose Sacramento on the road. See, that's a back. Is that a back to back? No, no it's Sunday. No, they're they're they rest. Yeah, I'm they rest. I'm going with the win on that one. I think the Grizz Grizz will pull that one out. Okay, yeah, I predicted this week we would go two and two. Uh, we we lost a a bad game um, against New Orleans, and so we owe them. But then we got a game coming back against Charlotte, and so now two on the road in the West Coast. We'll see how it goes, but I do think that we can split those games. I wouldn't be shocked. If we somehow pull out a win against the Lakers, we somehow have played well against the Lakers, but we really need Brandon Clark to come back. I, I do right. think because Xavier Tillman, I don't know if he's going to cut it against uh, Harrell, but he, he could, but right. he hasn't played well lately. And so I'm, I'm that's the only matchup that worries me the most is Montrose Harrell on the second unit. You know, another thing you have going for you is the Lakers are on a five game win streak. So that's, Ooh. And three of the last five games have been overtime games, so that's got to come to an end. If, there w- if this wasn't an ESPN game, I might think LeBron would sit after a back or after an overtime game. Um, but it's an ESPN game; he's not sitting. They won't let it's him. True. Silver's going to come down from his ivory tower and rule upon all men, like like the national anthem the other day. Right. Um, all right, anything you got, Cody? Anything going on with you, personal life? Anything uh, Anything you want to put out here? Not really. I don't think I have anything that exciting going on. Um, yeah, I don't. I re- I've been reading Cousin Sal's book, You Can't Lose Them All, which is about betting and gambling, and it's Ooh. really funny. So Nice. That's the only thing I really have going. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, nothing on my end as, as well. Um, but I'm glad that we were able to have you on here. Um, I, I know that this is a free basketball podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but having the OGs on here is always fun. And I'm glad we were able to, to get that. We do have some good people lined up as well, uh, like yourself. And so we'll have some, uh, I just, while we were on here, I don't want to announce who I just landed. Um, I'm going to tell you immediately after we stop recording. Um, but, uh, I just got my Twitter, um, uh, somebody DM me, uh, sliding in them DMs. Oh yeah. There you go. It's a male Kate. It's a male. My wife 
his cape. Probably so. Grayson Allen. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Not him. I will take Grayson Allen <laughs> I ex- because I he is a dookie. To, I fully expected <laughs> to show up to this podcast and Grayson Allen be in your living room with you. You'd be like, so you guys want to, you guys want to talk? I would, I would invite him uh, <laughs> if he wants to hang out in my living room. I'll, I'll make him a fire. Uh, yeah, I made my uh, wife a fire. I'll make him a fire. Why would you I? have a, you have, you have, you do have a, like a fireplace in your living room, right? No, no, no we just do bonfire. It, oh, trash okay, can. good. Yeah. <laughs> smart. At least Kinda it's like the Duke, Duke season this year, their basketball <laughs> yeah, season. Just warm your hands <laughs> over the trash can fire. <laughs> All right. So I know, and this is kind of on topic and we'll, we'll get out of here on that, but, um, the Duke Blue Devils and the Memphis Tigers. Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't know as much about uh, Duke's season. I wouldn't imagine. You might. I don't know. Surprise me. Do you know anything about how the Tigers' season's going so far? Uh, it's okay, I think. I haven't really paid a whole lot of Perfect. attention to Perfect. basketball. Would you guess either, neither, or both make the playoffs this, or the Field of 64 tournament this year? I would guess neat. I would guess I would say that probably more likely Duke would make it just out of like because of whatever, but I would say that probably neither of them would. So I know Duke is having a terrible season. Terrible. I, I would I would say that Memphis, if if there wasn't COVID issues right now and they had to pause the program for the moment, they had some good matchups coming up. They might actually have a better chance to make the field of sixty four this year over Duke. Oh, wow. uh, Which is a weird, weird time to be alive. Um, It is a weird time to be alive. But, you know, eventually, eventually, you know, the money's got to run out. (laughs) I think I teed you up for that one. Coach Coach K needs a bigger contract so he can keep buying these players into the. He pro- has a lifetime contract. He doesn't need another contract. He's I don't know. Good. They need to up up the amount so he can pay the Zion Williamsons of the world to show up to, to campus. He's on a lifetime contract. The average of the whatever the average of the top five coaches get paid. That's why he gets paid. Oh, okay. So if, does he, as does other coaches Jeff- get raises, he gets a raise. <laughs> he gets a raise. Yeah. Does he just need Jeff Capel back? <laughs> Yeah, they lost to Jeff Capel uh, wherever they play at. I Pittsburgh. Draw a blank. Isn't he the coach um, of It might be Pitt, yeah. Yeah, it, it is Pitt. Uh, shout out to Coach Capel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I figured I had to bring some du- some dookie talk into this because uh, that's Jeff always – Capel brought the bag to Pittsburgh and the well ran dry. And <laughs> Dropped the bag at third. We're in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, Cody, it's been an absolute blast. Um if you're hearing this, uh, we, we should have this out for Friday. Uh, like I said earlier, if we don't, it's, it's my bad. I do apologize, but <laughs> we'll have, we'll have this out here, but we will be live every Thursday. 7 Me, p.m. Cody, Ryan, as Cody said, 7 PM central. If you're listening, to this, if you're in Canada, we saw, we have a Canadian listener somehow, some way uh-huh. we saw South one from Africans out South there. Africa. I think what else? Uh, Ireland. Ireland was one too. Yeah. So if you're if Kiss you're across, the stone for us. If you're across the pond, uh, make sure you you come over to the locker room, hang out with us. Um, if you don't have the locker room app, please get on it. But uh, we'll be on there next week for sure. Everybody's agreed that we're going to be on there next week, seven o'clock mm-hmm. central, uh, on the locker room, talking about some good stuff. But uh, Cody, man, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for coming on. 
Yeah, anytime, man. I'm always always happy to do clutch time with you whenever you want. Clutch time. Thanks again to Cody for coming and hanging out with us for a little bit. Um, like like I said, he he is one of the founding members of the Free Basketball Podcast. And so I had to have him on here, and it just worked out that we can get him on uh, so quickly. We do have some good interviews lined up next week. Before the Mavs game, I do believe, yep, we do play the Mavericks on Monday. You will get uh, on 222, uh, you will have the next uh, podcast come out. And it will be with a guy uh, that covers the Mavericks. Um, and he has a podcast. Uh, and so we'll learn a lot about him. But he is a dear friend of mine. We talk a lot of wrestling. So unfortunately, there's going to be some wrestling questions in there some way, somehow. Because I, I know he's more of a nerd than I am. And so I got to bring up the wrestling questions uh, to appease uh, exactly how he's feeling in life. Um, and we'll learn a little bit about the Mavericks who have kind of been up and down, but this week, uh, it, it's been a, it's been a weird time to be a Grizzly fan. We now have had Brandon Clark and DeAnthony Melton kind of get hurt. They haven't been playing. Desmond Bain gets in, uh, inserted into the starting lineup and he's looking good. We absolutely just get beat by a, a Raptors team that has Kyle Lowry go out. Nick Nurse gets thrown out. And then we absolutely get obliterated, obliterated 34 to 16 in the fourth quarter. That can't happen. And so I hope that this team grows from losses like that. And as they bounce back um, on, on Wednesday night, they played against the, uh, the Hornets. And it was a much better game. It looked more like Ja was kind of pushing on the defense a little bit. A lot of people are going to a zone defense. And so I, I kind of want to speak on that a little bit. But the zone defense, it kind of kind of change depending on your style and the way the NBA where you can't be too far away from a player. Uh, so I'll, I'll speak on that just briefly. I don't want to dive too much into it. Uh, but they won 130 to 114. It was a great game. Uh, Terry Rozier, scary Terry, went off 34 points. He played well. He literally went six of nine from the three-point line and was their best player that night. Lonzo Ball, 17 points. Uh, Gordon Hayward, 15 points. And then Miles Bridges uh, for 15 points. So it wasn't bad. They put up 114 points. I, I said in the locker room earlier that day when we were discussing some things, the 115 was the mark you wanted to get to. I, I felt confident in that. And I, I still feel confident that 115 was the mark. It was a bigger bigger spread at times. But in the end, the Grizzlies pulled it out. And they pulled it out behind somebody that usually just doesn't go off at the three-point line. And Kyle Anderson, 6 of 8, 27 points. The starting lineup, JV, 12 points, 15 boards. John Morant, 15 points, 11 assists. Dylan Brooks, 20 points he ended up getting hot late after he's in foul trouble earlier he was uh four from eight from beyond the arc as well as four of eight from desmond bain still shooting man he, he's just so consistent um beyond the arc and and, and how well he shoots and the low uh, the low quantity um I, eight of 13 overall from dylan brooks and six of 11 from uh, desmond bain who had 18 points those are the the shooting numbers you like 
the field goal numbers. If we can live around the 12 shot attempts for Dylan Brooks, he's a much better player. He had four assists in the game, which is big for him. We need him passing the ball more and getting let it, letting the offense kind of come to him. Letting let Jaw develop the actual offense and to create the space that he needs. He doesn't need to always go get his bucket. He can and he will at times, but he doesn't always need to do that. But uh, the bench unit, Tyus Jones, always solid. He's always our guy. 12 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. And then uh, Grayson Allen, 5 of 12. He got hot early, which was fine. He ended up shooting a lot late. Um, but he had 18 points. Uh, but you, you don't ever want to tell a guy not to shoot when, he's, when he was so hot early in the game. But 12 three-pointers, a little much for my liking, even though we love uh, Grayson here. But all around, good game. I hope that carries into uh, the the Lakers uh, on Friday. It will be a very good game. We don't know the status of Anthony Davis yet. It's an ESPN game, as me and Cody talked about. I, I would I would be shocked if LeBron doesn't play. More than likely, we'll probably see AD because uh, LeBron probably needs some help after coming off that that overtime game for them. Um, Cody said that they won five in a row, so we'll kind of, I don't want to dig deep into them too much, but, um, it, it's going to be a very good matchup. And, uh, and then the Kings, which is, uh, on this week, that's going to be, it's going to be a knockdown drag out fight. They don't play a lot of defense. So that does benefit us a little bit, but as we saw with the Pelicans, if we don't play defense, we can't score with these teams. Our defense has to create our offense. And so digging into our offense a little bit, Jaw has been a little hesitant uh, on this zone defense that people are throwing at us right now for the simple fact that he probably hasn't played against a lot of zone. Um, usually it's uh, AAU ball is man at college. A lot of, most of the time it is going to be man. And he can get by his guy. He doesn't, he, he's trying to let the game come to him when he's getting a zoned up in a defense and then two people are coming at him. He's backing up, but he's not actually making himself assertive in the offense after that initial pass. And that's what I would like to see him uh, do a little different is assert himself after his initial pass. Because a lot of times if he doesn't have the ball in his hands and he's not creating, he's kind of out of the offense. And that's what people have seen. He's not a threat from, from deep. Um, and I know he was uh, putting up the shots and putting in the work and after that game against the Hornets, trying to make sure that he's trying to do whatever he can to find that three-point stroke because that's only going to make him better. But he has to learn to move without the ball. And I think that will be the most important thing in the growth of his game coming up is if he can move without the ball. So if two people are coming at him, you do need to allow him to let others help and let others create the offense. But two people will not stay guarding him the entire time. He's an afterthought at times. They want to know where he is, but they're not worried about him. They want to give him that space. But what he needs to do is he needs to roam through the lane more because what happens is eyeballs go to Ja Morant. When he's going anywhere near the basket, he will have eyeballs on him. Whether he's actually going to be in the play or not, 
him moving into the paint and he can go down and curl out left or right, whichever way he wants to. If he wants to go a weak side away from the ball or if he wants to go the ball side. If JB's got the ball, got guy in a post up, if he wants to drive, run down through the lane and behind him, they're going to be worried that they're about to get dunked on by Ja. Because if JB passes the ball off, absolutely Ja will hammer it on somebody's face. So we have to get him moving without the ball. So hopefully that's a little thing, very small, that changes. It keeps him in the flow of the game. And it doesn't kind of give him, you know, make him more stagnant because that's what's happening at times is he gets stagnant. He did a better job against the Hornets, uh, but against the Raptors, he very much was a one pass and he would get it back and then try to create. And at that point, sometimes they would double him or just play good, you know, defense on him. We're not letting him drive by too much. So I hope that's something small that changes for him, uh, that that will be very, very lucrative if he can figure out a way to move without the ball, but also finding that shot that I know he's working on. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but I, I'm excited. I'm excited about this team. that uh, They are now back to uh, 500. So I know during the seven-game win streak, we were all high on the horse, high on the hog. We loved them. We still love them. Give them a, give them a chance. They are young. So Grizzlies fans, we need to relax. They are busting their butts. Uh, they're they're going to come back around. We're going to get a lot of players coming back. Uh, I don't know the status of Brandon Clark or DeAnthony Melton. Doesn't look too serious. Uh, I know it's a calf for uh, Clark, so they want to be careful on that. Jaron, Justice, we don't know. But we did hear both of them were promising, possibly coming back this month. Uh, we're, we're closing in on the midway mark, so I'm hoping the next couple of weeks we'll get the, the news that they're coming back. But uh, I'm excited about this week. We had, the, we had the Lakers Friday, and then Sunday on a back-to-back road trip, uh, we go against the Kings. De- uh, De'Aaron Fox, as we talked about earlier, always comes up for this game and always plays well. Somehow, some way, he always makes sure he plays well against Ja. So I'd love to see uh, a little return on that. Uh, but then kicking off the next week, we have payback. Very much payback. And a great opportunity for a good week. Pelicans on TNT at home Tuesday the 16th. So after the the Valentine's Day game with De'Aaron Fox, we have another payback game that's against the Pelicans, Zion, and his group. We owe them. And I hope that on the 16th, Tuesday the 16th, we give them a little payback on TNT under... Letting the nation see. I hope, hopefully, we show up and hopefully, Jaw uh, kind of takes it out on them, and we we show them that we are a three point shooting team now. Are, are we? Are we? I don't know. Uh, but then it's the the Thunder on a back to back, so that is at home. So there's no travel, which is good um, for 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 what I was talking about earlier the night. Uh, and then uh, Friday, Pistons come home. So this is a, now a, a four game homestand with the last game against the Suns. So next week, four games at home, Pelicans, Thunder, Pistons, Suns, a good week, very good opportunities. If we can split these with the Lakers and the Kings, I feel good about next week. We're calling it a three and one week next week. We owe the Pelicans for sure. 
And we're going to find a way to get two out of three against the Thunder, Pistons, and Suns. That back-to-back scares me against the Thunder because uh, Shea Gills House Alexander is a very good player and the Thunder have kind of played over their heads. But I do think that those teams are all um, gritty. They're, they're very good and they can be good at times. So I hope that we show up. Uh, but that's all we have this week. I, I, I don't know if I'm doing anything Monday. I don't believe. So if you're hearing this and you're waiting for a Monday release, um, we didn't have our normal podcast. So we're sliding this into... Um, what we normally would record on Thursday. So I'm recording this Thursday night, hopefully to have it uh, up for you on Friday. So if you're hearing this and you're listening on Friday, I did a good job. Um, I didn't let my personal life, my kids, my wife, or my job kind of take over. Uh, I'm working long hours right now, getting all this edited and put in. So uh, definitely uh, appreciate you all listening and hanging out. Uh, make sure you do follow us uh, at Free Basketball 3 on Twitter. Uh, but also the lead sports media at the lead SM putting out a lot of good content. I'm at Daniel Greer on Twitter. We're going to get you out of here on something positive. And because we had Cody on the night, it's only fitting to get a quote from the Mamba Mamba mentality. If you're afraid to fail, then you're probably going to fail by Kobe Bryant. It's crazy to think that we say the name Kobe Bryant and it takes on a different meaning, uh, takes on a different thought. I won't say it, 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 it kind of, I had, I'm having this feeling as I, I'm speaking through it. I, it. It's a weird feeling because he's not around, but I didn't just love Kobe Bryant. I, I, I respected his game. Now, I think around the NBA, we all respect his game, but it's weird to talk about him and read his name and and really, he's not around anymore. It's probably one of the first times that a major athlete has passed. But the great thing about Kobe uh, was that he had that Mamba mentality. And that, yeah, you're going to fail. I fail a lot. Probably too too often. But, and I often myself, I, I sometimes I'm, I don't allow myself to put myself out there because I'm afraid to fail. And so... What he, you know, what he said is if you're afraid to fail, then you're probably going to fail. So let's have a little Mamba mentality this week and crush the week. Let's have a good one. Be nice and tell your friends.